CurioCast's Podcast Emporium, a repository of auditory delights. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Joel Torres. Hi, 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 hi. So, this is the end of the week. I don't know if there was like a theme. Oh, wait, no, I know what the theme is. Ineffectual villains. Oh, yeah. that That's what the theme was. Villains that didn't really get much done. I guess. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Yeah. Although that's a, not a great thing to talk this thing. It's not great. It's not a great theme, honestly. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> workshop it. Yeah, I'll workshop it. I'll, I'll workshop it. It'll become part of my type five. You know. It's all good. Yeah. Uh well, today we're talking about fool killer. One one word. I've heard of fool killer before. Yes. Do you know what fool killer is? He kills fools. Definitely. And uh he he has like a a ski mask? I uh, say. Well, this is the very first one. There was oh, this is... four of them. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, then I, you know, okay. Uh, he has like a Deku mask, you know, made out of wood. Um, no. Fool killer sounds like a ripoff of the Punisher, first of all. Yeah. Uh, but he he uses guns. Because he doesn't have any powers. This is my guess here. Yeah. And he wears purple. Mm, not this one. Ah. Okay. So, uh, you pretty much got yeah. it for the most part, though. Yeah. This is what he looks like. Oh, hold on. What the? Yep. He's he like has- Spider Zoro. He has uh, pirate boots. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's basically like if Zoro was weird, weirder. He looks like the Tarantula, which is another Marvel character. Yeah. Uh, well, his name is Greg Salinger. Oh, Greg. Yeah, Greg. You know, Greg. You know him. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, just down hey, the Greg. street. Greg, you feeling, you kill any fools recently? I don't know. Did did he? Well, I sure hope he hasn't, because uh, sometimes I feel foolish. Absolutely. But uh, he he's a psychopathic killer. He comes from noble noble like noble fills noble fill noblesville. That's how you say it. Noblesville. Yeah, Indiana. So he comes from Indiana. Oh. Yeah, that's like a state away from me. I see. Yeah. He first showed up in Man Thing number three, and then he died in Man Thing number four. <laughs> oh no! 
So, yeah. But there's multiple full killers. Don't worry. Don't worry. Those who feel fear will burn at the touch of the man thing. He must. He probably felt some fear. He probably did. I mean, have you seen man thing? He's pretty scary. Yeah, he's got those big old eyeballs. Yeah. Well, his he first showed up in man thing number three. Man thing number three in nineteen seventy four. The day of the killer. Night of the Fool. Very dramatic. Yeah, it's very, very dramatic. Uh, he was the second individual to don the identity and undertake the mission of the Fool Killer. The first Fool Killer was Ross G. Everbest. Why are we talking about Everbest? We're talking, we should be talking about, talking about, uh, Greg here. He did yeah, die one issue, though. So he didn't full kill for very long. No. The main thing probably burned him. I see. Be- because he had fear. Because that's kind of his thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you think, Swamp Monster... Hmm? Probably don't think he burns people for, uh... Being scared. Probably thinks he, like, drowns people or something. But no, he just sets them on fire. Something you know? suffocating, yeah. Something. Yeah. Something, I guess. Um, okay. Let's talk about Ross G. Everbest. He was a par- a orphan who was paralyzed from below the waist since birth. Mm. Um, Ev- Everbest's grandmother took him to a revival meeting conducted by an evangelical preacher, Reverend Mike. The Reverend enabled him to rock again through faith healing. Which in the Marvel Wait. Universe is a thing. That can happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Marvel Universe. Faith healing works, they, probably. They got superhero and god. Yeah. They they have gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe he was actually a mutant that can heal people. And he just thought it was through god. You know, that's also another thing. Thing happened. Yeah, twist on that story. I'm pretty sure that was an actual story thing from one of the X-Men things. Like a faith healer who thought they were powered up by God. I'll tell you, uh, in like one of the X-Men storylines from a couple, maybe a year ago now, Angel is split into two people, I think, and like the, the good blonde-haired Angel is like a faith healer. Yeah. Okay. I always hated that they'd make Angel into, like, angelic power Angel. I hated that. Like, he's a guy who could fly real well. And he has, like, weird bones. And, like, stop it. They could have come up with a completely different secondary mutation. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're going for a theme here. Like, no. No. Like, you could have been like, he flies, and, well, it turns out they're being split in half from the the gene manipulation thing that uh, Apocalypse did, he has another mutation. Like yeah, maybe, he's got gills. Yeah, or like he catches on fire or something like that. He could shoot fireballs. Like, that's a mm-hmm. thing that could happen. Like, Beast's secondary mutation was he turned into a cat person. Like, Or he kills fools. Yeah, well, I guess his second... The fool killer's secondary mutation was, first off, he was... His name was Greg. 
And then he mutated into a person who kills fools. Mm. It's a really weird mutation, but it, it's there. I guess. Yeah. Um. Then Everbest joined the Reverend's entourage, and he became as popular as Mike. Need to- oh, Mike. Yeah. Okay. He developed the philosophy that criminals, sinners, and dissidents were fools and must be eradicated by an active agent of God. I kind of enjoy this as a villain premise. Yeah. I enjoy that. Um, one of the first fools he killed with his purification gun, in quotation marks, was Weverin <laughs> Mike, who was caught in a compromising position. Oh, man. With a young partitioner. Oh, no. His murder spree was denounced on air by disc jockey Richard Rory, who began receiving death threats from the fool killer. Eventually, he abducted Rory in the industrial industrious industrialist F.A. Shisk, who both of whom deemed fools and brought to the edge of a swamp near Cur- uh, Citrusville, California, not California, uh, Florida, to execute them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say you're in Florida, and there's a swamp. Yes. Do you think there might be a villain slash hero slash monster that might take take uh, any, let's say, umbrage with that? I mean, in Florida, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there might be. Well, the band thing took some umbrage with it. Yeah. Uh, and he was, he was thwarted and accidentally killed in the melee. Oh no. And then his paraphernalia was taken into custody by the Florida, um, authorities. Oh, that's, that's almost worse than having the full killer running around. I know. Almost worse. Well, while jailed, Rory, Richard Rory met, uh, Greg Salinger, who were incarcerated for disorderly conduct. And uh, Rory told Salinger about the original Fool Killer, unaware of how mentally unstable his cellmate was. And then when Salinger was free, he vowed to take up the Fool Killer's mission and secularize it. So, really, Uh, all he did was just like, you know, let's take God out of this. I think you're a fool. Then he kills people with his purification gun. Hmm. And then he died. Like, literally one issue later. Right. So, that's a thing. I mean, that's that's how it works. I guess. Like, thing. It's a main thing also, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's six foot tall. He weighs 197. He probably weighs probably like 20-something pounds now because he's rotted in a, yeah. in a swamp. Yeah, it's, he's part of that swamp. He's part of that swamp now. And, um, oh, wait, here's Um, another thing. Here's another mm -hmm. thing. Okay, so there is another full killer who, it's a third full killer, who, uh, tried to fight Spider-Man. And after several, after killing several fools on campus in its environs, the full killer came in conflict with Spider-Man. And when it was suggested to him that anyone who would pick a battle with Spider-Man 
had to be a fool. Fool killer he attempted to shoot himself, him. but was prevented <laughs> by doing doing so by Spider-Man. It's, I mean, that's taken it a little bit too literally. <laughs> but to be fair, all of these people are mentally unstable. Yeah. They are serial killers. They're basically labeling people as fools and killing them. I mean, did he ever watch the A-Team? Because there'd be a lot of dead people. Just Mr. T, Mr. T's throwing that around. Okay, by the way, um, I was wrong on which one died in one issue. That was the first one. Yeah. Sorry. The second no, full killer okay. never died. Technically. There's been like 700. There's been like 700. I'm sorry. I got, I got mixed up. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I... I, I feel like the listeners trusted me in giving accurate information, and I didn't. So, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. They're gonna run you out on a rail. He possesses the normal human strength of a man his age, height, and weight, who engages in intensive regular exercise when at large. So when he's at large, he does some crunches, and it shows he has a six-pack. Uh, his... Primary weapon is his purification gun. It basically shoots a laser of energy, totally capable of incinerating a human being or burning a man-sized hole in reinforced brick in the matters of minutes. Well, that's one way of uh, killing them fools. They don't really know who made it, and it's accurate up to 30 yards. He's also employed armor truck carrying various uh, surveillance equipment. So, yeah. That is what's happening with Fool Killer. Very good. He brands people's Mm -hmm. fools, and then he kills them. I guess we're done? Yeah, that Fool Killer's over. What would you give him as a job if... Like, he still has his purification gun and everything, but let's say he's, like, on the up and up, and, like, you know, you just want to give him, like, a a job. Still in Marvel Universe, but a job. Just not a supervillain or superhero. What would you give him? Jeez, he's got a lot of anger to work out. I'm not sure. Um, Let's see. I mean, is he's still running around with that ray. He's pretty good at getting rid of people. Well, let's say... Well... He does have a gun that can disintegrate things. He could be like a... He could just go to a garbage man, probably. Yeah, yeah, waste disposal management. Yeah, yeah, like he just shoots the gun and everything, and he vaporizes it. So instead Mm -hmm. of there being landfills, it'll just be vapor. That's good. I feel like that... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a better job for him. I hope he gets that job. Yeah. I mean, so, this other one doesn't seem to be working out. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, he tried to kill himself because someone called him a fool. I mean, that's not great. You also have to really be careful about what you call foolish. Yeah. Because that seems to be a thing. He does. He kills fools. You could say that garbage is foolish. And he'll be like, well, I'm getting rid of all of it. And then he'll, uh, that's what I'll do. Yeah, maybe you could take care of this, uh, foolish garbage for me, man. What do you think? Like, oh man, this garbage can is filled with fools. I sure hope someone could vaporize all of them. Absolutely. 
Let's do plugs. Yeah, let's do plugs. That sounds good. All right. If you want to hear me talking about science fiction or fantasy movies, I do a podcast with my two co-hosts, Sarah and Aaron. It's called Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. Every Monday, we release a new episode on a different movie. You know, we cover... Let, let's do some examples this time. We've covered Crawl. People like that movie, right? Uh, we did Jurassic Park, which is, you know, it's one of the higher-end ones, but hey... People uh, should listen to that one. And then uh, my other co-host uh, from my other podcast suggests, uh, suggested to us the movie Doppelganger, and that almost broke us. Oh. Because it's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, there's uh, we've got like 80-plus episodes out. And there's a bunch of different things, and more episodes come out every Monday, available wherever you get your podcast from. And the other podcast we do is High and Low, a Kurosawa podcast. Uh, I do that with Spencer, Spencer Seams. And on that, we talk about a Kurosawa movie, a movie that Akira Kurosawa directed. And then the next episode is another Japanese movie by a different director from the same year. And we compare and contrast, but, you know, really we just like watching and talking about Japanese movies, and that is also available in all the usual places where podcasts are. Hmm. Well, that sounds like something people should look at, look out for. Which one? Both. Yay! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Random Sampling. I also have a podcast called Turn to Page. Um, you can check both of those out where fine podcasts are sold. Um, I have a Patreon, which you can use to, to to give me money and everything, or a Redbubble store, which you can buy things from. You can find the links to both of those in the description and on the Facebook page, Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey. Um, if you don't want to give me money you can just like you know tell a friend rate review subscribe the artwork is done by ryan healy and this has been alphabet flight may country protect you through all of your night travels good night good night